Hello and welcome to the Amateur Hour, a podcast from Amateur Mastermind Productions. Every other week, four young creatives sit down and talk about whatever it is young creatives talk about. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Messina, and with me is Snap, Darren Tun. Hello. Crackle, Richard Chow. Hey, what's up? And finally, the pop, Joanne Jojo Chang. What's up, guys? Did you like, did you get, that was a cereal. Snap, Crackle, (laughs) Pop. That was good, right? Crackle pop, yeah. I like it. Nice, nice. I didn't know in other countries with Rice Krispies, they have different like equivalent um, sounds. Yeah, so it's like piff, paff, and puff and stuff like that. Interesting. For different countries, which is the hard So that's the US version. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so if you're listening from like Canada or Germany or something, then I apologize for (laughs) our American centric uh, uh, words. Oh, we had viewers from Germany across the world that'd be super cool well actually but, check the uh, anchor analytics maybe yeah. we might have we'll do it later we just spent all of our German base <laughs> they all just left <laughs> yes Joe right. how's your um, how's your YouTube channel been going me yeah yeah Joe, wait Joe. me me Joe oh, oh my god I mean, Darren also it's going great no <laughs> uh yeah I just started my YouTube yeah. channel last week and so I was supposed to upload really early on Monday but I ended up uploading at night which is probably not the best but mm. again they'll be out next week Tuesday hoping to do this every single week until I get burnt out because redlining and then make mm. sure I'm in the zone and not overworking myself but my first video mm. slight plug is called what did I get from giving and mm. well to see what's about you got to go watch it it has some entertainment value I've been told so can you tell us what the link is <laughs> the link is youtube.com we'll link it we'll link it somewhere it'll be yeah all right all right it's going okay um, planning my next video right now so in the process of filming but definitely mm-hmm. learned a lot there's a lot of footage I did not use the video mm-hmm. the video itself is probably nine nine minutes but I probably had like over my whole SD card was filled up with footage and 32 mm-hmm. gigs I don't know how many hours of that's crazy that is exactly man. yeah um, I learned that a lot of the shit I say sorry needs to get cut so watching yourself on camera is rough or hearing yourself yeah it's so yeah playing it back because i have to keep have you ever have you ever seen people like watch your videos in front of you and then you have to be like hey jojo or whatever no no wait wait, wait, explain 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 it's so like nerve-wracking watching yourself on video but watching someone else watching your video talking on the camera oh yeah 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 (laughs) yeah I know I you're, it's like the kind of meta yet. thing. Yeah. 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 It's scary. And hearing yourself, and you're like, no, just turn it off. Just turn it off already. <laughs> I sound cringy. Watch I sound cringy. Watch it when I'm not there. Yeah. yeah literally. Yeah. There were like a lot of things that I said on camera that I thought was funny at the moment, and then I went back and watched it during post production, and I was like, cut, cut, it's like cut. A serial killer. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> just like Rice Krispies. I, th- I think the just hardest like part is like being like really. <laughs> honest with yourself and just be like yo this is not good just cut it not saying like that that video is like gold it's like Mm. i still put it out because i cannot delay it any longer i think casing perfection will prevent me from actually executing so i think doing is really important and just forgoing some things i think is fine there's like some things i wish i filmed better but i already took so many like 20 shots of it already like the intro part 
I originally had like maybe like 50 other versions of it that was filmed and they're all cut because well I thought the intro was really important but maybe I'll try mm-hmm. something else next time so mm-hmm. so stay tuned for a new intro stay tuned yeah stay tuned yeah. for a new yeah. intro and I absolutely th- yeah I absolutely think it's, it's important to just do it <laughs> yeah just get totally. it out yeah. I will say about mm-hmm. myself like I'm I'm really not I don't have a huge perfectionism problem I don't think unless I'm completely misreading myself which is possible too <laughs> But I, I, don't, I don't know what oh that says God. about me either. If the ability to edit problem. gives you the perfectionism. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Mike's that's like, true. I don't edit. <laughs> I just yeah. cut scenes. <laughs> the moment you go into the editing yeah. program, it's like, you could cut it out. It could be so easy. You yeah. can just yeah. do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very oh, proud no. one time. I was yeah. on um, our friend Derek Ting's podcast, the Freestyle mm-hmm. Podcast. And right out the gate, I like fall on my face. I was trying to say um how are you doing but then i also was trying to say what's up and i ended up saying yeah. how's up but then yeah. <laughs> but i'm proud of myself because i could have said no 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 let's restart but i said mm-hmm. let's just keep going keep charging yep. through yep. put me and he on didn't edit it out how's up yeah. i'm pretty no i'm pretty sure he kept it in so yeah. that's gonna be oh. my first t-shirt is how's up how's yeah. up how's up no that's, that's frankenstein I think that's words. also a lot yeah. it's also why people like youtubers sometimes because it's more relatable than just mm. extremely well executed um, films, well edited, which I think yeah. is also very incredible because it takes a lot mm-hmm. to get it really perfect. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but it's like raw footage, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it's also for edited. Sure. I mean, it is definitely yeah, edited, at least the illusion of being a human yeah, being, right. It's so <laughs> I mean, funny because um, sorry for cutting you off, but it's so funny because I I literally just did like um one of those like recorded interviews, you know, like what's happening nowadays. Cause you can't do your behavioral interviews in person anymore with companies and stuff. And I'm recording myself and it's so funny cause it, it starts off by saying, it's okay if you make a mistake, we're all human. We understand you're not a robot. But then like, as I'm making that mistake, as the, the, the interview kind of sweet program, like plays back what I just said to answer the question. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Wait, it plays it back for you. <laughs> it it plays. So, yeah. No, <laughs> some of them, some of them play it back for you. And this, this particular one, played In a it robot back for voice. Me. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, Oh <laughs> my goodness. So embarrassing. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what I said. I like stumbled on my words, like c- kind of like Mike, what you did. And I, I think I was trying to say like a class or something marketing and I was just like marketing, 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 three, 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 forty two. <laughs> I felt like I was auctioning <laughs> something off. Like yeah, literally. It reminds me of that. There's this video on YouTube and it's like a scene from this movie. I forget what it was called, but it's like when you get your arm stuck in a in a device or something. Oh my oh god. No. I, I forget what it was called. Divi- but... Is it like Simpsons in the vending? No, machine? it was it was like oh, an okay. old movie. Where like this machine was like repeating back what this guy was saying, like mm-hmm. exactly, and then it, it tattooed whatever he said like on his body. On his body, oh my <laughs> goodness! <Yeah. laughs> that sounds like you... a chaplain sort of a thing. I was I was say. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. Like, it sounds a little scary. Crazy. <laughs> you really gotta watch your words with that game. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know when when you're hooked up to a tattoo machine, you have to watch your words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I want to do over. <laughs> <laughs> what no. show is this? Is this on YouTube? You said. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link after. You right, probably wait, link it somewhere. I'll also put it in the it's like link in the podcast if you want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as a reference, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, talking let's talk about uh let's talk about movies. Let's talk about what um what yeah, like I guess a good quality oh movie is. Yeah. Yes, what makes a good movie? 
Mm. That's so subjective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did you did you just think of that right now, Mike? I don't know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought of it, but then Richard said it. That's how. That's how on point we are. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Joe suggested this topic right before we started, and it was really good. So yeah. we're doing it now. And yeah, yeah, definitely subjective. I think as long as it elicits some sort of emotional response from you, that is generally the goal of most art in general. And for me, like sometimes I'll definitely have some writer's existential crisis mm-hmm. about like, oh, I don't know exactly how to phrase this. Well, what's, what's the point of this line of dialogue? And then that extrapolates to, well, what's the point of this scene? And then that turns into, well, what's the point of this this whole movie that I'm writing? What's the message from it? And then I'm like, well, what's the purpose of a movie? Exactly? What is a movie? What is a story? And when that happens, first of all, I need to take a step back. Um, I need to check what I've been drinking. And then I need to, uh-huh. <laughs> I always come back to uh, subversions for me. So if you could find some way to subvert expectations that, that mm-hmm. does something in a new way, that is always a core concept that I'm trying to go mm-hmm. back to. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely agree with that. I think emotion, I think is really important for me because I'm a very reactive person. So I've been told. Calorie um, reflexes. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. <gasps> so, think no. fast. Yeah. <laughs> I get very jumpy. I get startled very easily. Yeah. I love when people react accordingly when they give big reactions or they like Mm. just passionately react because I feel like they're actually Mm. into the conversation or into the movie or whatever. So you don't like people that don't react. Yeah. Something's wrong with them. So they're like, okay. I get so freaked out. (laughs) That's like worse that they. I don't know if that's worse. I thought that. JoJo thinks thinks those people who don't react are psychopathic. I'm just probably yeah. right, to be honest. <laughs> I was watching um audition footage from Scott Pilgrim for the movie, and the, you know the actors are reading the lines, and then I hear the, the rest of the people in the room laughing, and I'm like, isn't that a little unprofessional? Mm-hmm. Like you're, they're gonna lose focus because you hear the people laughing. Yeah. But then I'm like, it would be worse if you're saying jokes that were written out for you, and everyone's just yeah. dead silent. That would be so. Right. Yeah, I was just so, imagining yeah, 100% right. a comedy movie set. Like the set of a comedy movie where nobody laughs. It's like, all right, that was a great take. Let's move on to the next one. Quite on set, quite on set, and everyone's just stoic. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The jokes just don't land. Quiet landings. Oh, gosh, that would be the worst. But yes, I think emotion. Yeah. Or like silent landings. That could be Silent landing. That's a good good name. For something, Mm -hmm. right? For a child. (laughs) <laughs> my, first, my first child silent landing silent landing silent landing yeah. wait emotion and what else did you say Jodo? uh emotion i definitely agree with mike subverting expectations either that's through i think when i have a bit of <gasps> moments like something happens i never expected that like a really korean drama me. like yeah sometimes I mean, they don't, <laughs> you kind of expect what's happening right it's either like three yeah. things someone yeah. gets amnesia <laughs> He gets the Someone girl. Gets no. Time traveling, something like that. <laughs> Wait, really? That is... I thought it's it was going to be like slow mo wrist grab. There's always a car crash. There's always a car crash, and they lose yeah. the memory, or somewhat something happens. It should never go into those cars, man. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, Korea should just bang. You can't even be walking around. Some people just get run over by a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible, or something. Yeah. That I love how you really know what's going to happen, but you really still think. watch it. It's because 
you know what's gonna happen, but you don't know how they're gonna make it happen. You know. Yeah. So it's like oh, follow, I know. Even, they follow even the Korean you know formula. How it's gonna happen though. Like even if you know how it's gonna happen, <laughs> like, say you've seen the movie before or whatever. Yeah. If it's good, you're still gonna watch it. Again, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's not just finding it out for the first time. There's something satisfying yeah. about a well-crafted yeah. rewatch yeah. all over and over again. Yeah. Like this is yeah. like I love the friend like the show Friends, and there's a scene where Joey, one of the characters, comes in like wearing like 20 layers of clothes, and I don't know why that's just so funny, and like he just. He just so, it's just so memorable. So you just want to watch it again. Or like, you know what's something yeah. just really well written or like well portrayed. You just want to watch it again. Like, even though you know what's going to happen, you just have to study yeah. the masterpiece one more time. So like, I totally understand the craft. I want to replicate this in my own way. So you're like inspired, but you're not like a copy. Oh, I thought you said suffocate, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, replicate, replicate. Okay. Replicate, replicate. replicate. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Close Just like last time when I said divisive <laughs> instead of decisive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, You're a very yes. divisive crew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because there are definitely formulas out there that people tend to like lean towards or use uh, with like whatever media you consume. I know yeah. um, my brother likes to complain about how in anime um, they like they typically always have like some kind of formula, like one way or another. Like there's always like X Y Z is always always like X mm. plus Y equals like Z is is just the formula that they always use. Yeah um and and i think like the same thing would probably be true for cer- certain movies as well like if you want to say like some romantic comedies but um jojo Every you make Hallmark a good movie ever right exactly like jojo does make a good point though like that sometimes you know the formula and, and you're expecting the formula but mm-hmm. but it's it's how it's executed i think that really makes that difference mm-hmm. um because you know whether or not we want to admit it right we're all affected by emotion one way or another whether it be yeah kind of like oh like i don't really like the romantic stuff but let's say like a horror movie like those jump scares really get your adrenaline going um i think it's it's different for everyone so yeah yeah, i i wouldn't call myself like a huge like writer but i definitely love the the ethos pathos and logos approach um especially when it comes to like emotion because i think like the movies that i you know relate to the most are the movies that i emotionally react to like just like jojo said um you know one one i can think of is like the father-son relationship and in a lot of different movies um Mm. but then very Mm. much so specifically um in uh in uh what's it called um i can only imagine it was like a movie that really hit me in a soft spot my mom was calling me a wuss like jokingly but i was like (laughs) bawling my eyes out uh just unashamed I was like, oh, so so sad, so sad, and I feel that I feel the emotion. I feel the, I feel it. You know, I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. feel yeah. all of the rawness of of the of the moment mm-hmm. and of the scene and and how the characters are acting and and just like how everything is going on. It's just like kind of like mm-hmm. the buildup of events, right? Mm-hmm. The climax of the movie that mm-hmm. that really bring you there. Yeah, um, I definitely think like the climax of the movie is where you can see whether or not movie is going to be like what sets a great movie apart from a good movie. I think, right. That's true. It's the expectation. It's kind of like, oh, now's the climax of the movie. And it just keeps going and going. To, to be honest, I feel like some movies only need like one really, really great moment yeah. to be memorable and like for you to be like, oh, that was such a great movie. But yeah. then so, yeah. it, if you really look back at it, it's just like that one, like the amazing one scene. Yeah. Piece. Yeah. In that movie that yeah. made it incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like whether it be, you know, like uh, a one take fight scene or, or the re- realistic nature of. Uh, like the, the intro or like the outro um mm-hmm. like however it ends or however it begins i think it yeah most people 
only even like when you're doing a speech i think like most people only focus on like three things really it's just Mm -hmm. the intro your conclusion and then sometimes if you can if you can get it really right uh it's like that climax moment in your speech or the climax moment Mm -hmm. in in the film or in the book i think that's the most memorable part that's the thing that most people take away because they all the other details kind of just fade into the background yeah it's all like leading up to it exactly yeah like leading up to it i'll say blake snyder has this whole beat sheet for screenwriting and storytelling and stuff and he has one part at the end called restatement restatement of the theme mm-hmm. where you're having all the ideas and the like emotional arcs coming together at the end mm-hmm. um for that that sort of climax of your story and so if you want a movie and a story that really hits home that one moment is going to be infused with whatever the emotional through line of your entire story has been about yeah. so it's not just a really cool like fight sequence or a really wow this person's acting his face off like it's gotta it's gotta really connect (laughs) that emotion exactly yeah i feel like everything else to add on everything else before that high point is provides context for it so like everything makes Mm -hmm. sense because i feel like everything is you know relative like it only works because it's those characters or it's that scene or it's that past relationship and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's why leading up to it like that epic moment is so epic because it's like oh i know why it's so cool because everything before that came before this what are the particular set of circumstances that allowed this to occur (laughs) yeah in the way that it did yeah yeah Yeah, the setups the setups yeah yeah the setups it's it's interesting because i i recently uh binge watched uh a show called swat uh from (laughs) cbs oh my god richard loves this oh my gosh uh, this tv show man shamir moore Huge crush. Yeah. No, no, no stop. Hey, go on, dude. Yeah. I, I, I think what, yeah. what, what I've been really enjoying about it, there's a couple of things, right? It's, it's, Wait, what um, is this about? It's, it's basically you're following the, uh, it's like an LA SWAT team. That's, that's like essentially oh. the bare basics is that they're following an LA SWAT team. And, and the whole thing okay. is just the premise is around this LA SWAT team. Um, yeah. But what's very, very interesting is that I, I could see every single episode targets a different demographic. Um, and the the way that the cast is also made up um, really gives a f- huge diversity to the different types of characters you're gonna you're gonna meet. Right? You have an Asian American, you have a Hispanic, uh, Latino like woman, mm-hmm. you have um, you know a Black African American male who is the the lead officer in that team. You have you know the white American. You have like the the hardworking family man, like Catholic father. And then you have like the a police officer who who is a third generation SWAT officer, so it's like kind of appealing yeah. to, no, like seriously, it's like appealing to like those who who have been in service, who have you know like literally like generation by generation by generation, like this is their heritage almost kind of situation, and it's it's really interesting to me because they combine that like the like the demographic and and the diversity with um like an emotional appeal so like there's there's one episode i hope i don't spoil it for people but this is this is a couple years ago like this these episodes um like there's this one episode where it appealed to family and and it was very much so kind of like trying to keep the families together trying to provide Mm -hmm. for the family like what does fatherhood mean what does it mean like and all these different elements make sense because every single different character in that episode points towards that theme of like fatherhood or points towards that theme of like family right or Mm -hmm. points towards that theme of identity like they even have those and and then like the third element i love is is their cinematography and i personally don't notice it too much because i'm like it's seamless enough but i feel like 
whoever yeah. is camera a b and c like i've tried to like look for them but um <laughs> they are i don't know who's directing it I, they are just uh yeah like they're on point he does everything there yeah. there's like literally moments where i could see the camera work very very clearly it's the mm-hmm. camera work where it's like you know down the staircase and just shooting straight through down the staircase and it's a huge rotation or you know the typical and this is a little mm-hmm. bit played out but this was two or three years three four years back actually that this was uh that these shows came out but they have like down the hallway and then the, you have the full rotation down the oh. hallway so it's like that like 360 oh, yeah. effect you know what i'm talking the about twisting Darren? shot yeah, yeah the twisting yeah. shot and it's like or it's pulling back i think um you know they have the the difference like in action scenes where it's like it's fast and it's quick and it's jerky versus like it's like smooth so you see every moment of that action that makes it like mm. interesting and then um they even have so the like, action is good in that show i, I, I personally it. think the action is good i like a good action like mm. uh, film sequence i like the good action film sequence i like the adrenaline pumping moments like where like they're going after i don't know the bad guys or whatever um mm. and and then there's there's this part um like with the cinematography in my opinion where uh i definitely think like their framing is just is spot on sometimes and it just works really well and then like in some of their cuts like they'll like they'll zoom into the face and then it'll cut to the next scene with the same person's face and then pull back out into the full scene so it's like mm. the the transition like is that cut. person's face exactly mm. Mm. the transitions are there the transitions sure. are there it's just I that's that's know. pretty amazing for a tv show to it's, have yeah, like exactly. amazing transitions uh, yeah. i don't know if you guys seen sherlock but yes oh, yes has some of the has ben some of the best Hardin. transitions, man. Definitely. It's crazy. Yeah. There was one I saw on Instagram behind the scenes where he was... Wait, the um, Robert Downey Jr. one, right? No, 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 no. No, not uh, that one? It, the, uh, the, the TV BBC. show. The oh, BBC one with oh, Benedict okay. Cumberbatch. I know what you're talking about. Which one? Which one? One more time? The BBC one the with BBC. Um, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Have, have you seen it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen every single episode, but I've seen like two or three yeah. episodes when I first okay, came I watched... Out everything sherlock is so good you guys have yeah, to watch it it's it amazing just, he is brilliant like an, act, yeah. <laughs> an actor he really fits that role yeah. perfectly and i think the whole cast is just really amazing because they really click him and john oh yeah I, I really think that he works well as sherlock like yeah he, I, no, I, I, Bash works really well. he gives <laughs> off the sherlock vibes yeah yeah he pretentious is so but... charmingly yes pretentiously brilliant he yeah. is just you can see his brilliantness. I don't know if someone else had that. It, it's a really smart show for sure. Yeah. Like they they put a lot of work into it. And yeah. like I was saying with the transitions too, there mm-hmm. there was one transition where he was like in the field and then he went to like he, he was in his bed in the next yeah. scene and like literally like he was just standing up and they had brought a bed out to the field mm-hmm. and they yeah, lifted it up. Yeah, I saw that too. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was like crazy. there's definitely some sort of like practical element to those um it's practical effects. Cause, yeah. Yeah, cuz there's no way it could look that good VFX yeah. wise. I mean, it could, yeah. but man, it would take a lot more exactly. more time Everything I think, is to get thought that out right. for sure. Yeah. So definitely think that's much needed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. The effects, the bed, the field, the yeah. man. They didn't Sherlock's all the <laughs> Even when they're walking, it's His all a green hair. screen. It's just the it's just the green screen moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have to like uh, watch watch the whole show. CW. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch it too because I, I also I hear it's amazing. It. Yeah. Yeah. I no, remember exactly. JoJo. It was probably one, one of my favorite shows yeah. um, out there. It's just it's really fast to finish too. Mm. Yeah. You guys saw Sherlock. Have you seen Doctor Who as well? 
So now there's a lot of crossover. I have there. not seen Doctor Who. Okay. I, did, I saw. I, did, I saw uh, a good amount. Who, but I... It's mm. it's an acquired I taste, like Doctor Who, Battlestar Galactica kind I of see. stuff. But mm. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I keep saying that I'm a nerd, but I haven't seen Battlestar Galactica. I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta regroup and yeah. pro- prove my nerd cred. Weird. Yeah. Is is Doctor Who the TARDIS thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Something like that, I think. Some something oh. having to do with the TARDIS. Yeah. Some sort of thing with Darth Vader. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Darth Vader and hobbits. Yeah. Or something like yeah. That. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 Something about Luke. I'm your father or something. Yeah. When you yeah. said father son story, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was Luke, thinking. I, I am your father. <laughs> I've been watching Adventure Time. Did, did oh. anyone watch Adventure Time? Yeah, yes. I watched parts yes. of it. I didn't watch everything. Yeah, it it's so good. And one thing, as like a I writer, like that's coming to my mind. It's such a sporadic show. Like one moment they're going through a, a candy like kingdom on Earth. Next moment they're up shooting up to Mars, all within like an eleven minute plot. So it's all yeah. And I'm thinking <laughs> sometimes you'll watch movies and the writers will sort of just create a solution out of thin air and it mm. it feels really cheap it's not rewarding it's yeah. not yeah. a fulfilling yeah. ending or, or whatever mm. so those those um deus ex machinas sort mm. of things those plot devices that are just dropped in i've heard it said that those kinds of things coincidences can only be made to create problems mm. but you can't mm-hmm. use those as solutions or, or it feels cheap. it's true yeah so yeah. seeing how a show that that pulls things out literally it's a crazy show um it's, it's a kid's cartoon and it, it, yeah. it matches the tone really well but it's interesting yeah, to see definitely. how they balance that it's still feeling fulfilling for those yeah. resolutions right yeah it's crazy how like yeah. cartoons man like the stuff they can do in cartoons versus film it's like mm-hmm. the scenarios that they can do it's it's almost like limitless <laughs> The stuff yeah. they can just put in there. They can just draw it into life and then it'll be in the cartoon. Yeah. You know? You know, I just yeah, found yeah. interesting now that I'm I'm rewatching some Disney movies is that there's so many like little innuendos for the parents that watch it with the kids. Oh yeah. Mm. It's um, like a cartoon. Shrek. Movie. Yeah. Um Shrek, yeah. Shrek. Uh yeah. and there's a scene in, in Planes Fire and okay. I forgot what it was called, but Fire and Um It's fine. It's like the plane spin off, like their their second movie, like the sequel. Um Yeah basically like uh disney studios had this one scene where like one of the old cars in the in the movie says like oh yeah like we got uh new tires like white wall tires or something and they said on the first night we burned through them and then everyone stopped talking in the scene and it was so funny because all the characters stopped talking and then i think the parents would be chuckling on the side and the kids would be like so confused like i don't know i understand i don't understand (laughs) anyone And then yeah. and they were like, no, we were driving really fast. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And everyone started talking yeah. again. But I was yeah. like, yeah, only only Disney, only Disney mm-hmm. will put that in there. Disney or yeah. Pixar Studios. Yeah. Ooh. I don't like the stigma so that, that cartoons are only for kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot in there for adults cartoons. as well. Yeah. 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 Cartoons can be really, really brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Even if yeah. it is something only for kids, explicitly for kids, like I was just talking mm-hmm. about Adventure Time. Um, it can really be well done or it could be done really cheaply. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, ju- ju- really just for kids. And you got to respect the kids too. Like, you know, realize yeah. that they have some intelligence. To Absolutely. Yeah. There's some appreciation for aesthetic and yeah. the pacing, things Definitely. like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can't th- I can't help but think of Rick and Morty when I think cartoons. Yeah, dude. When I think of children's cartoons, I think of Rick and Morty. <laughs> 
Uh, I feel yeah. like it leans a little, just a little bit away. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. A little just bit. A tiny bit. I wonder if they bit. test the cartoons, like, on kids first, for, like, an audience. You know, that's, like, that's you're, true. like, writing it. Like, that's you true. test it first. To, some I was of thinking, them definitely do focus testing, yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was thinking, right, like, um, you know how, like, as a writer, like, you, even if you write essays, your writing in, like, middle school can, like, now it's probably so different and if you look back you probably cringe at what you wrote back then i mean mm. personally i do that's but you do what i write now yeah <laughs> but it could it's probably just so much worse in middle school because you know yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah oh yeah poop shit i don't know what people talk about these days that's exactly <laughs> like, what i said poop shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but like all i all i see you, in, all i see in post-production is bleep bleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> for both of you but like you go back you go back and then you really like oh my god it's so bad but then like dude you're like in middle school your teachers have to grade you based on like that level you know they're not going to be like mm-hmm. putting you to like high school or like college level mm-hmm. so then they have to like readjust their whole like mindset and like oh this is yeah. this is really good for like a middle schooler but how do you gauge you know how would you fully grasp my mom my mom actually she teaches preschool preschoolers and um <laughs> pre-k and she has to like grade them on like their writing and stuff like that so it's really interesting because i get to see like a lot of like their assignments and uh they're actually pretty good i don't really? know <laughs> what did you have- they know quite a bit i think i don't know but um yeah. <laughs> What's your definition of good for um, preschoolers? Like, what is something I, that, like, I, oh, is it? They know, they know, I don't know. They, they're talking about, like, electric cars and stuff like that. I was pretty impressed. I was like, damn. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh they know about Tesla? And, like, the, the ty- yeah, Tesla and, like, the, Titan. like, I don't know, like, types of clouds and stuff. Oh. oh. Preschool students? Yeah. Interesting. Preschool students, yeah. <laughs> Hey, maybe we're just dumb. Richard, Richard's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, maybe I'm just dumb, right? That's the thing. Like, what do you good? I think everything is subjective. and Everything is, like, yeah. if you can surpass expectations, all the expectations, right? Like, even economics, yeah. inflation versus expected inflation. If inflation is, like, mm-hmm. lower than expected inflation, then it's, it's better. Well, it depends on, like, what you're trying mm-hmm. to achieve economically. Wait, let me just check my camera. Trying to ruin your own country. Sounds good. You want inflation to be off the charts even more than yours. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Be super but inflated. I think it's so cool. It's yep. all about like people's expectations and if you can surpass them, then it's really good. And then if you're below it, then it's like eh. And then if you just meet it, then you're like, yeah. okay. Like we said before, so, subverting expectations. Even right. you know, doing something differently than what they expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In the story sense. I remember you guys said um before that moments are really important for you guys. I think mm-hmm. Darren said it. Yeah, Writers, yeah. Like, mo- like the specific moment if they really make it. Really I said well. it. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, keep coining the term. What happens? Yeah. What happens though if it's like the beginning can't draw you in? If the beginning can't draw you in, right? Then and you like, don't deserve the like moment. Like some movies, in the middle. they have. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Like no, like Dan's like I mean, you're a hater. The, be- the beginning of a movie or the beginning of yeah. a moment or a scene beginning of a movie because oh, okay. people won't even find that moment if they never get up mm-hmm. to it you know if they lose interest that's like, why they call they, it hidden really, gems man <laughs> uncut uh, gems man yeah. it really depends <laughs> funniest adam sandler movie like we said before yeah uncut gems is the funniest one man i mean we, like, i haven't watched it so yeah, i know you guys recommended it it's on my to watch list yeah Joey, you're gonna laugh too, so I'm loud saying. it's hilarious yeah mm-hmm. feel good rom-com you know yeah <laughs> okay i mean especially nowadays for better or for worse 
you know, everything's a la carte or on demand. So you could, if something doesn't grab you in the first five minutes, you can just skip over to another movie, which again, it's great because there's some meritocracy there, but it's also bad because it's all this pressure to do a very certain specific kind of art where it is Mm -hmm. louder in your face or super engaging dopamine hit right away. So it really, it depends on the kind of genre. Like that's the real answer as to what makes a movie good. It depends on what genre or what you're trying to accomplish. And Mm -hmm. so if you're watching a, you know, a a French new wave, or if you're watching a slice of life sort of a movie, Mm -hmm. you're, you're never going to get those big special, like, emotionally impactful moments the a, a lot of the times i just watched we were talking about my dinner with andre yeah there's really no moment in there we're like whoa mind blown the whole thing is just one sustained you know pseudo intellectual conversation and maybe if the emotional impact comes at any point it's going to be after the fact after you've mulled over that two hour somewhat mundane experience so it, it really depends yeah mm-hmm. i actually does. think it um it's it's i would definitely say nowadays it's a little bit I don't think the word is sad. I think it's it's a little bit um, disheartening, I think, to see that, uh, right, that our attention spans are getting shorter, uh, right? Because most people... we were talking about this before. Yeah, because yeah. people yeah. just want the first 30 seconds, like, right? Like, your TikToks or your Reels are, are just that mm. short. So so you're right. Like, pull you what in. pulls you in? And I definitely think that's the reason why a lot of movies uh, play up trailers so much. You know, have you ever thought about why trailers are called trailers, yet they show so yeah. much of the movie? Mm-hmm. Aren't trailers supposed to trail after and, the movie? And and it's crazy because now even trailers, people are getting bored because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's, <laughs> they have, you know how like you watch trailers on YouTube and you see like that short little clip of like what the trailer is about before, before the, tra- it's a trailer yeah. the trailer. Yeah. The trailer, the trailer. That's for people who have low attention span. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a preview of the, the trailer. Preview. The first 30 seconds are out. <laughs> Yeah. I think the problem is we, we got rid of uh, like epic movie trailer voice guy. Mm. That's <laughs> like really in a world. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> the world. Yeah. Like a throwback. Yeah, I like yeah. that guy. Now we, now it's just kind of like a meme, but like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring him back in a big way. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, and then you get like Martin Scorsese coming up and saying, Oh, these are these aren't real movies, these are these are roller coaster rides or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I see what he's saying. And of course, Martin Scorsese probably knows a thing or two about making movies. But also, mm-hmm. I kind of like, Martin, shut up. Like, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> if people are enjoying this. So who yeah. are you to really dictate? Because like, like we were saying mm-hmm. before, like Joe was saying, it's, it is so subjective. So who are yeah. you to dictate whether something right. is good or not? Yeah. I remember um, mm-hmm. I had this big argument in high school. Not a big argument. My high school teachers like, yeah, no, video games just... Oh, yeah, we were throw, throwing hands and everything. Um, I, I yes. won, of course. But she's all like, video games cannot inherently are not art or cannot be art. I'm like, what are you talking about? She had this whole... This infamous Roger Ebert um, opinion of, oh, video games have choice from the player. So, therefore, it's not telling a concrete story. Therefore, it cannot be... You know art in that intentional way i'm like what are you talking about what? and <laughs> and she also like she had it in her head that in order for something to be art it has to be achieving some sort of mm-hmm. thematic or some sort of artistic thing so she's mm-hmm. like you know harry potter is art because it's commentary and it's an allegory for world war ii twilight though is not art because that's just like teeny bop whatever drama without any mm-hmm. any higher you know aspiration i'm like yeah but who are you to to dictate that what if it's doing something yeah. that you don't mm-hmm. see and why is it that it right. has to be 
some like hoity-toity allegory or whatever to be considered yeah x y or z yeah, yeah that's that's like aloof as art? art yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a I very kind of like you know chin facing upward kind of like oh, like you know like pretentious yeah. how how could you not know yeah it's it's so like it's so aloof yeah, yeah. it's so aloof and yeah and it, it it kind of gives me like the 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 feeling where you know certain art pieces uh and this is more going towards like fine arts but like fine art pieces like are are such are, are like their pieces are so um the prices are so gassed up the prices are so just mm-hmm. kind of um inflated and then the question then becomes like why why is it so inflated like who dictated that this price is set at this price point why is it not more accessible because i think my you know uh six-year-old like god brother could could paint the same kind of painting like it's lines on a page and why is it 2.6 million dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but but that's the thing like art comes in in different forms and art comes in many forms and right like you said um what if what if twilight doesn't fill that quote-unquote allegorical like artistic like background thing mm. but what if what if twilight fulfills more of like um fulfills more of like an emotional like connection for some people where where they really mm-hmm. feel connected to the characters the, or you know the maybe vampires it's, yeah right or it's like a different way of shooting it um or it's a different yeah. like it's a new age you know picture method right pixar mm-hmm. pixar before disney acquired pixar uh, in 2006, Pixar was the you know the 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 first studio doing its own like CGI like full CGI full kind of like uh, computer generated uh, cartoon graphics versus Disney was all hand drawn up until very mm-hmm. recently. So yeah, so it's yeah. like it's like it depends, right? It it depends mm-hmm. on on what your definition of of quote unquote art is and who who's to dictate what is exactly. good yeah. art. I- Mm. I like to say that I'm pretentiously unpretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm always shouting. <laughs> How could you in, say in, that? <laughs> in like, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. And and oh, it's it's kind of sounds hoity-toity at the, by the end, but really, who yeah. who are any of us to dictate? What, yeah, is what we keep getting to. Yeah, absolutely. Has amateur hour reached the full hour? I'm not sure. <laughs> the full potential. We've been we've been we're approaching forty minutes here. Yeah, approaching. Okay, all about. right. Darren, did you ever like? explicitly say what you think is good i think you guys kind of said my answers Mm -hmm. um that i rehearsed before not Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i i was just about to say like it's it's um yeah and definitely that emotional connection that you have to it and like mike was saying before whatever that piece sets out to do like if it sets out to just be like a like a like a good like um saturday night like having fun with the family type fun watch then if it succeeds in that then it's a good movie yeah. <laughs> i guess mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah what were you yeah. gonna say sorry <laughs> to, no no like because you said if it succeeds in that specific yeah question would be do you people do you think people make films for a specific audience uh-huh. like when you create something do you people <laughs> yeah like these are people i want to like this is made for you know this is my target audience because like, every single business they always mm-hmm. have uh, like, interesting oh, that you like, asked that question as a marketing major so, interesting we know what answer she's going. <laughs> we made i mean sometimes it could be for a lot of people right you don't have like you just like oh i just want to make this to send a message i feel like that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do with mm-hmm. motto so plug this is our social horror short film it's in post-production now but more to that later if you're editing this Richard. Sounds yeah, good. what were you, you, you were looking at your camera? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I was like, like where's she looking? Yeah, yeah. Talk directly to. The- 
at the even. Wow. Did you, you, know, did you hear how she said that? These people. These people are These. listeners. Yeah, all five. Do <laughs> people. Anyways. Us four and, yeah. But yeah. You, what do you guys think? Do you guys think there's a specific t- target audience or it's more so we think this is like a really sick film? I definitely think um, certain films, films set out uh, to kind of be a good all-rounder. Uh, you can never go wrong with Harry Potter, but yet there are people who are just kind of like, yeah, it's just not my, it's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's okay. I, I, I judge I them. Yeah. I don't trust that who person. I judge like them, Potter? but also I don't judge them. Oh, Anyways. Geez. Um, <laughs> my mom actually fell asleep during Harry Potter. Oh my goodness. It's okay. It's okay. I heard <laughs> a lot of like, people fell asleep. asleep. I heard a lot of she people was like the fire is talking and it's <laughs> boring me. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a lot of people fell asleep during um Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's it's such like kind of like one of those OG films uh, <laughs> or film that series me. that everyone just like always goes back to. I mean, it's yeah, really Jojo, long. You were falling asleep. Really yeah, I, I was also t- Yeah. Um, and it dark. was a long movie. I do have to say it was a long movie. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we're going on an adventure and it was like 3-4 hours, man. Like yeah. damn. <laughs> I definitely think adventure. Yeah. I think going back to your original question, I think it's it's less about uh, who our tar- target demographics are more so target audience and and the creators of the movies aren't necessarily always going to know that right so whoever mm-hmm. likes fantasy like you're never going to be able to be like yeah like people in this age range specifically will be watching my movie like yeah mm-hmm. maybe like you can say a percentage of of these people yeah. in this age range will but i think it's more so like whoever is into this genre fantasy yeah. whoever's into this genre mm-hmm. horror which will never be the genre i'm a part of but you know uh whoever's in into join action the club. join the club yeah no literally and or, or whoever's whoever's into slice of life right and yeah. that's another question too mm-hmm. no because um, like, some people are just bored yeah i i feel like movie studios now are able to target much better definitely because I'm, I'm getting those facebook ads and i'm like man like they targeted you can, that you, you can turn really that off we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> that later you can yeah. turn that off can, it's called targeted ads it's off yeah. Facebook. Um, they they actually have a button on Facebook on the Facebook app. It's called off Facebook uh, tracking or like usage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know about that. It's in settings. You can turn that off. They'll track all your app usage on the rest of your phone. You see yeah. those old people like um, talking to Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> yeah, or whoever, whoever it was about. Oh, is God. Facebook listening to our conversation? Right? Like, yeah. What are you talking? <laughs> about? Let me tell you. I I this one I always play back, and this is not a movie. It's not a film, but I can't help but play it back because it's so funny to me. You have this guy on the Congress, like se- seating committee or something, right? Steering committee. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And he, and he goes, yeah, he goes like this. Goes to this the the Google CEO, and I know they're tracking our information, but I'm I'm giving consent to. But he goes like this. So, if I hold up my phone, and I'm standing here with my phone, right? And he's like asking this guy as if like he's a two year old. Yeah, like my phone's here. <laughs> so let's say I bring it over there. Will it know that I went from point A to point B? And then, and the Google CEO is like, "Do you have your permissions on? Like, are you are you allowing the location services?" And then he's trying to say this, and then the the senator is like, "No, no, 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 no! I just want a yes or no answer." And I'm like, "Well, it's a kind of like here I am sitting as the audience, like it's a kind of answer. Do you allow this <laughs> the location tracking? If you turn on location services, yeah, yes, yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah. Yes or no is up to yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> if you turn it off, then it's a no. Like I don't understand like what the what's so hard about this question." And this guy yeah. is just like just like trying to trying to draw this these answer out. People. Get these old people out. Of yeah, here. it's like mm. they're trying to draw this answer out because they're tracking our information. I'm like, well, you yeah. can turn all that off. Like, if you turn off syncing, yeah. you turn off location, you turn off all these things. Guess what? Voila! 
they're not tracking yeah. anything and their their valley concerns it's just those are so obviously not the people to be leading us exactly into yeah <laughs> exactly you're so out of your element no literally yeah. But yeah, what, what were we talking about <laughs> um <laughs> it's, it's about whether or not facebook they ads i think oh like yeah 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 and uh i i do think movie studios though nowadays they um it's definitely yeah. better target yeah what came yeah to, what came to mind for me when we brought this up was um the rapper no names who's a great rapper she's so good Mm-hmm. And there was this whole um, pseudo controversy coming up, I think, last year because she said, I make my music for the black narrative to encourage black Americans going through the black American experience. Then I go out to concerts and it's all white people listening to my music. <laughs> um, and that upset her because she thought she was hitting uh, her people and she was not. So she said, OK, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just done. I'm not doing tours anymore. And of course, like legally, it's oh, wow. that's her prerogative. Mm-hmm. But just as an artists there there's definitely something there in terms of who am i talking to who am i trying to talk to what do i want my message to be and in order for your message to be something part of that is who is on the receiving end of that and tyler the creator another you know rapper slash musician um a black american had a very similar thing where he had a song come out see you again from flower boy fantastic song and he's like yeah "Yeah, i was at you know hanging out with other black crowds and i heard my song for the first time in the context of, of a black group of people. And that was so powerful. To him. So there's mm-hmm. definitely something, especially mm-hmm. in the minority or racial or marginalized group arena. There's something to that, to who is listening to your message and who isn't. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy though. That I didn't it know. It is. Yeah. That. yeah. She just Wait, and who, dropped it who was this cause... again? This was no names, no names, no names. Yes. And she's, she's big into activism and stuff as well. And, and you could mm. also argue the other way, like, you having that pro-black message and trying to push for, um, you know, a certain group of people, that is a message that is also valuable, perhaps even more valuable to send to other groups, not just the group that you are a part of. So there's definitely layers to this conversation. And I could see someone arguing very ardently in either direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is, um, it is important. But it's also like, that's just a concert space. Also, right. her music and, of course, the things that we are creating and really everyone's creating, you know, a Spike Lee uh, film or whatever it may be, is available to everyone. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. if you're trying to point it in a certain direction, it is ultimately going to have the Some potential to Some other people are going to see it. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Oh, I, so- I don't I feel like you don't truly know your demographic then. I mean, I, like yeah. you don't truly, yeah. truly know. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, a percentage of it, like the majority. Yeah. Like you can you can break yeah. demographics down by age, by gender, by mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, will know the majority. Yeah, you'll yeah, know the majority but, percentage, but you'll yeah, never know yeah. what the fringe percentages are, because like, you know, in not and in any given moment, it's not kind of like, oh, all my listening audiences are from the United States. Like, I think in the beginning, it's it's like like that for us. Mm-hmm. But but for example, like there are posts that I see um, that I put up on on other Instagram accounts I have to run for school orgs where it's like United States and then Canada. And then there's there's this less than one percent from like Estonia, and I'm just kind of like, all right, there's something going wrong, <laughs> like going on over here. Like I don't understand. Yeah. There's a spy. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Why would they spy on a school organization? I don't know. <laughs> They're yeah. stealing our election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, my gosh. Yeah. I think we're we're getting to about that time. Yeah. That hour, man. Absolutely. About that time. Just about yeah. that time. Do we remember how we closed off last time where we each said one word? Yeah, we, we did the one again? word thing. We could try that again. Okay, <laughs> so we'll, we'll go order. It'll go me, Darren, Joe, Richard. Sounds okay. good. You ready? Yeah, I'm for that. We they are 
Amateur. Sort of. Kinda. <laughs> Not really. Masterminds. <laughs> <laughs> of. Shitting. <laughs> Pooping. <laughs> I like yeah. it. That's yes, it. I like That's it. it. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Amateur Hour, where we talk about whatever we talk about. If you liked what you saw, please drop a like, subscribe, and turn on the notification bell. That way you get notified every single time we upload a new video, which is every other Tuesday. Also, comment your thoughts on what we talked about this episode and any topics you want to hear about in the future. Additionally, please follow our social medias. So our Instagram is amateur underscore mastermind. That is our most active platform, and we post every single thing we do and behind-the-scenes stuff. So if you want to stay up to date on our current projects, please go there. We will also link it here and in the description. Yeah, that's all for now. Thanks so much for watching, and see you in two weeks.